critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. hi Hey! Yeah. Man, people just, they just turned the radio station right there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is the Doc there. G Show. It happened. It's the Doc G Show, and I'm happy that it happened. I am Doc G. With me, Justin, Hype City, Evangelista. Woo, woo, woo. He's got a foam finger. That happened. I told you I'd, I'd wear something weird something every show weird. now. Every show, man. Uh, so it's Justin, Osprey finger. It is it's the Osprey finger. How'd your uh, How'd your weekend go? Hmm. It went pretty well, man. I, as you can tell, I think I got caught. Like I don't know. It's my my allergies. I'm I'm feeling a little congested, but I don't think that will affect the show and the awesomeness of the show. I, I think you'll be able to proceed. You know, but my I have faith did, in you. My weekend went pretty good. Good. Did you go any weddings? What? No. No? Nope. It's sort of wedding season. I've been waiting for yours. Girl, come uh, on! Might have to wait a little bit longer for that one. Uh, I have time. Okay. Wait, man. Then wait. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm i sort of glad that I haven't had any weddings to go to. Why? Because they are not like Wedding Crashers advertises. What? You know, like wedding crashes. Like in, yeah. in, in in weddings that I go to, I'm not smoking cigars with senators. I'm not making oh. stage five clingers on the beach. Stage I'm not I'm not taking pretty ladies home with me. I'm not the life of the party. Is what I'm saying. Nope. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Yes. I don't know. But like, here's another thing that I can't stand about weddings. What's up? Assigned seating. Oh, yeah. Why is there a... I haven't had assigned seating since, like, fifth grade, and yet every single wedding I go to, they're like, you're here. Yeah, I don't get that. Is it because they want you to interact with people you've never... Exactly. Like, hey, guess what? You get to see all of my weirdo family dispersed throughout this wedding. Like, Like, why would I want to be a part of that? If I... Like, if I was getting married, I'd be like, all right, we're going to put all my weirdo family here. Uh We're going to put all the weirdos I know from undergrad here. Here we're gonna put all the weirdos from this section of my life here. Like I would, con- so at least they could be like, well, I know these people. Yeah. But instead, I inevitably always get stuck at the wedding with a whole group from the side of the wedding that I don't know, and yeah. it's like a weirdo second cousin. It's like, well, I was trying to come up with country club, and the interstate was blocked off traffic. <laughs> And I'll tell you, man, nobody on that whole staff was doing anything. They were just not working. This is not what we do in America, am I right? And I'm just like, oh, this isn't even worth the free food. That's a fact. <laughs> this is, like, that's the thing. And, like, most of the time I haven't even had good food either. It's a real downer. I don't, like, I don't want to come down on weddings. But, you know, I'll tell you another thing that's frightening about weddings. What is it? It seems like a lot of people's lives just stop after weddings. Like, not that they die, they just stop doing things after they get married. pretty peak day, I would say, for a couple. Yeah, well, like, here's a little for instance. My dad, right? He got married in 1978. Hey. Coming up on the big 40. Oh, true? Yeah. Coming up on the big 40 years. But everything exciting and fun stopped for him in 1978. 
anecdotes. Now, granted, I had a lot to do with that because I came along and ruined his life as oh, a kid. Shoot. But, I mean, aside from that, like, let me give you a for instance. Like, I, I'll, I'll be going to San Francisco for a uh, conference. I'll be like, oh, Dad, going to San Francisco for a conference. I'm pretty excited. I'll be like, oh, yeah, San Fran, nice town. I went there in 1977 with my friend Jack and Ed. And I'm just like, 1977? Got anything right. more recent <laughs> than back in the 70s? No? Nothing? No. Okay. And Or like I'll be like, hey, guys, did you know there's a 5K that's been going on for 45 years at the beach? And he'll just jump in and be like, the sand dash? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I did that back in 75. That was fun. And I'm just like. Word. It's been going on for 45 years, and the last time you did it was like one of the first? Okay, just check. Or like, oh, there's another one. Undergrad in, in English, I read uh, In Cold Blood, and I was reading that book. Crazy book, you know? Yeah. Capote. Uh, and uh, I was telling my dad about it, and he's like, yeah, great book. Read it in 77. Dang. And I'm just like, man. Be aware. Things Everything before stopped the at 78. And maybe you're like, well, your dad's just a weird anomaly. But it does happen for other people. Like, for instance, I was in a job interview a couple years back, right? And I was doing the whole thing where they stop and they ask you... Uh, do you have any questions for us? You know, the whole group was like, well, do you have any questions about what we do and yeah. about us? And so, like, I do the thing where I, I want to know stuff outside of the job. I want to know what's going on in their life. So I was like, what do you guys do outside of work? Like, what's what's fun that you guys do? And they all looked at each other, three guys, one lady. They looked at each other, and as a group, they were like, well, we're married, so... <sighs> And I was just like, so no fun? And they're just like, yeah, that's right. And it was just like 100% serious. And then they started throwing out ideas like, I guess if you were single, maybe, maybe. these are some things you could do. And I was just like, that, that is sad. Zero fun. Zero fun, sir, while you're married. Zero fun being had. But I'll tell you where a person can have a lot of fun. Hmm, where, where do you think that is, Justin? The Doc G Show, baby. Oh, my gosh. That is correct. You are so good but at that right now. moral of the story, Gordon does not want anyone to get married. No. <laughs> I, I, I do. If, your life stops at marriage. If, if they are a couple that is actually, you know, just there, you know, okay. go for it. Be a, be a great couple. Strive to be a great couple. Like us. We are a great couple. We're not married, but we're a great I couple. Come on. <laughs> All right, let's fire the show up. Fire it up. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Woo. Okay, all right. Birthday suit time. Ooh, who's wearing it? Happy June 14th. Of course. So we got some good people here. Boy George. Oh, Boy George. Culture Club. Come a come a come a come a come a chameleon. They come and go. They come and go. Nice. Fifty six. He's turning fifty six. That boy George. He might change his name to Man George or Senior. Old Man George. Or that'd be something like Spanish. I don't know. George. Senior George. Jorge. Yasmin Bleef. Yasmin you remember Laz Yasmin Bleeth? Who the bleef is that? 
from Baywatch. Oh, the original Baywatch. Yeah. She was a she was a looker back in the yeah. day. My goodness, hey. had a couple run-ins. Had a couple run-ins with the law. She seems to have a couple problems with that. But back in the day, she's not in the new movie either. By the way, at least I, I don't I know of it. <laughs> hey, whoa, she can be in the don't movie if she wants. That. Uh, Another uh, very famous birthday suit wearer on June 14th, Harriet Beecher Stowe. Ooh. Turning 206, of course. 206? She did She's die 121 years ago, oh. but 206. Uncle Tom's Cabin, book about slavery, huge turning point uh, in the Civil War and abolition, actually. Uh, I got to say, I went back, and after I saw that it was a birthday, I looked at it some... And it's crazy to go back 150 years and realize that that people were openly just like, what? You're saying that slaves are bad? Come on. It's hogwash. They actually came out with like a bunch of books called anti-Tom books that were like basically, here's the real perspective about slavery. It's pretty cool. Like that's what they basically was their books. And you're just like, that is insane. That is insane, guys. But she did a really good job with the old Uncle Tom's Cabin. Really good thing for Kudos Harriet Beecher to Harriet Stowe. Beecher Stowe. Yeah, good job for her. She also lived in Jacksonville for a while. So, what? fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, no fun way. fact. Let's get to our birthday suit wearer. Are do you ready, it, Justin? Do it. Do it. Our birthday suit wearer was a born June 14th, of course, 1971. Ooh. In Merced, California. Merced. Merced, California. Merced Not Mersa. Merced. You have Mersa. Oh, don't put that voodoo on me. He reportedly had a rough childhood where his mom was addicted to drugs. Jeez. And his dad was an alcoholic. Jeez. Double G's. Yeah. So 1971, addiction problems. Addiction. Okay. Got it? You can't answer any more questions. There you so, go. Yeah, I'll just keep that in the back okay, of my mind. Okay, keep it in the back of your mind. Pocket it for a little bit. It's time. Rip from the headlines, Jebediah. And now, the news. Thank you, Jeb. All about his work, man. Justin, this first story has it all. Yeah? Yes! Polk County, Florida. Polk County. We've talked about them before. It's got a 7-Eleven. Hey. It's got all the stuff we want. So a dude walks in to 7-Eleven. Yeah. A cop detective, Phil Ryan, is setting outside the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Detective Ryan sees the dude come back out from the 7-Eleven. Yeah. And his pants are significantly bulkier than when they went in. Hey. And he's literally waddling out of the store. And so Detective Ryan, being a smart guy, was like, I should probably ask him what's in his pants. He's just happy to see him. <laughs> so he comes over there and he's like, hey, empty your pants, sir. Do and it now. Word. He had 15 quart-sized bottles of oil that he had stolen from the 7-Eleven in his pants. To steal oil and from. 30 used DVDs. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. No, just random DVDs from the Treasure Trove, Treasure Hunt DVD stack. Yeah, okay. NBC News in Tampa did a story. They said that the <laughs> uh, the perp has been stealing things his whole life, actually. He's got 64 charges on his, uh, oh, on his rap sheet. Got a real klepto here. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, all your life, 
all your life and the best you could think of to steal from the 7-Eleven was motor oil? Like, I mean, yeah, like... Yeah, that's what I was saying. Was like, there's why? no resale on that. Like, he had to have needed motor oil for something because you're not going to be selling motor oil for a high price. Like, hey, hey, got some sweet motor oil. It's pins oil, baby. Yeah, I got some motor oil. Come sells on. on these streets right here, but I'll give it to you for the low. The other thing you know that I had saying? to question, there's no way that that cashier couldn't have seen him walking out with that you know as me and you said who wants to be that 7-eleven cashier and that point that guy just had no cares as far as the cashier he's like oh that guy's yeah he's like that guy's still in fifth i don't care it's easier but the cop did his job he did his job no no stopping him getting his job done but uh yeah yeah, interesting. Motor oil in your pants. Fifteen. Hey, Thirty used DVDs. That's crazy. Thirty used DVDs. Hey. So Justin, another story that another brings one. it all. Another one. Major key brings it all together. Good Facebook police quotes. Hey. Accusations of drug dealing. It's got it all. Sweet. So, Justin, uh, did you ever used to get those little uh, plastic balls out of the vending machine that had little toys in them? You know? Oh, yeah, that you can open them up? Yeah, yeah. I love those things. And so did I. So there's a place in Bell Gardens Police Department in California were getting a report that there was a vending machine like that at a local restaurant that instead of dispensing 25-cent toys, were, uh, were dispensing balloons full of cocaine. What? Wait, what? How'd they get that in there? So the police uh, department uh, bought a couple and tested them. They were. Turns out it's talcum powder that was in the balloon. Really? Yeah. Uh, so I got a question. Like, who reported that to the police? Seriously. Like, who kid. Who reported that to the police and the fact that why would any drug dealer be like, hey, I got an idea. How about we give our cocaine that's worth, like, $4,000 on the street for 50 cents for 50 cents for 50 cents a pop what kind of angle were they playing if they were do- they would be the worst drug dealers ever I mean- <laughs> ever they'd be like ah oh, we're really taking a loss on these drugs I don't know why maybe it's because we're selling them for 50 cents I have no like that's Must have been a sale Memorial Day sale or something. Such a bad idea, man. Such a bad idea. But it happened. Uh, Justin, you know we like to report on world records. Yeah, yeah. We do a couple of them in the show. We have a couple different records that we've talked about. Here's one for you. Most piano key hits in one minute. Ooh. How many do you think it is? Who comes up with these categories of records? That's... Uh, let me, uh, how many hits? I'll say, uh, uh, 2,000. Wait, what? 2,000? That's yeah. ridiculous. How about 824? Oh, okay. That's the record. That, but th- think about that. That's Eight. over 13 hits in a second. You did the math, huh? Well, I did before the show. I can't say that I did that right 824? now. 824? 824. 13, over 13 times a second. That is Domingo this. Antonio Gomez, a professional Portuguese-American Portuguese. musician, played the B7 key 14 times. What does that sound like? You want to hear it? Yeah. We have a little clip of it, actually. Do it. Do we'll, it. we'll hear it. I'm going to be honest. 
Uh, that sounds like a jackhammer with a jingle bell attached to it. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's basically. That was, mine was slow. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that I'll say it was that too. Uh, oh no. But uh, <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. I wonder how much he pays for a concert. Hmm. Is that what he actually plays at a concert? Yeah. All right, guys, here we go. B seven. Is that ever gonna stop? Is he just is he doing this the whole concert? I don't want to hear this. Nope. Says he trained for over four months to get that done. What a loser. Hey, whoa! You do not talk about Domingo like that. Sunday. He is a professional musician, and he said that he wants to, uh, he did it to break through in the musician uh, field, that people would know that he was a great musician. I was like, you're hitting the same key, man. Yeah, come on. But he got a world record out of it. Congratulations to you. Domingo Antonio Gomez. Man, I was so off. I said 2000. That's all right. I mean, that would be ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, Justin, has there ever been a fine that you received that you didn't want to pay? Uh, I mean, like speeding ticket, yeah. Okay. And you, maybe maybe you're like, you know what? I'm going to wait until... I'm going to wait until the day it's due, and I'm going to bring in all pennies. Have you I ever thought did. about that? No, no, not all pennies, but like, uh, like, like troll them a bit, but no, not all pennies. That's, that's a little extreme. Well, Brian McGonagall. McGonagall? McGonagall. McGon- that's a Harry, that's a Harry Potter professor. Brian McGonagall. Mick, G-O-N-E-G-A-L. Oh McGonagall. Professor McGonagall. Uh, he certainly did that. Yeah, what yeah. a troll, our, master troll. Our brosive from uh, Michigan, Jackson, Michigan. Jackson, Michigan. He was outraged when he was given a fine for $270 for having rubbish in his yard. Rubbish? Rubbish, which I need that defined a little they bit better. They use that here in to, to grasp. I need to grasp, like, how much rubbish are we talking about? Are we talking, like, stacks of, like, tires and, like, you know, mounds of trash? Or are we just talking, like, you know, one pinwheel? <laughs> does does it does it look like a yard from American Pickers? Like, that they go American in? Pickers. Have you ever seen that show? No, man. Oh, what my gosh. That? Get on your American Pickers. It's no. on the History Channel. Two weird dudes. They go buy things from people. One of them is you. No, it's not. Yes. I wish. Yes. It's it's Mike and Frank, dude. Get you to know your pickers. Anywho, I uh, could be. Um, so, so old McGonagall, he he goes to City Hall, right? And he made sure specifically to go there five minutes before they close. And he throws twenty uh two thousand seven hundred pennies on the desk. Dude, that's crazy. And the, you know, that's his first installment cuz he had 10 inst- installments of $27 to pay this ticket. Whoa. And that was his first okay. installment. Uh plan backfired when they were just like, "Yeah, we're not going to take those." Oh. And he was like, "What? You got to take them." Wait, em. why not? And he was like, "No, we don't have to take them." And turns Troll out they don't have to take them, right? Well, McGonagall even appeared at the May 16th Jackson City Council meeting and was like, "Hey, they can't reject my payments. And everybody on the city council was like, yeah, they can. <laughs> and he's like, ah! And he tried like five more times. Now, Justin, I'm, I'm not a politician, and I, I don't live in Jackson City. Yeah. However, if he went to the city council, shouldn't he have like 
requested to to get the the rubbish thing rejected, not the actual taking yeah. his pennies. Like shouldn't he have been like, "Hey, my yard's all right." But instead he was like, yeah, "You take my pennies." <laughs> now. Hmm. But I'm just saying, man, uh, I want to tell McGonagall, I think it's a lost cause. I think I think maybe he should just bite the bullet on this one. But, you know, who knows? Good man. luck to Brian McGonagall and his his 2,700 pennies. Well, actually, 27,000 when what it's all said and done. Uh, and, oh, they. Uh, uh, side note on that story. They said they'd take them if they were rolled. But his pennies weren't rolled. You oh, know, like in rolls. rolls? Yeah. But At least do that. Obviously, that'd make it really easy for the people. Anywho, uh, Justin, have you had some bad days in your life? Yeah. Yeah, there have been a couple, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Some downers. Don't want to share. Maybe, maybe no. Cry. Yeah, we don't need a therapy session right now. Hey. But <laughs> I'm betting your day Word. pales in comparison to this fish. That's right, a fish. What? ABC affiliates in Texas had a story about Chipper Berman, a 10-year-old who was fishing, and he caught a catfish. Chipper Berman? Chipper Berman. That's right. And his mom was filming... Uh, him catching this fish when he pulls it out of the water and there's a snake attached to the fish trying to eat it. And I was like, man, what a horrible day for that That fish. Like you're just you're just sitting there doing what catfish do at the bottom of the the river and you're like, oh look at that delicious food. I'll eat some of this delicious food and then yank you're being pulled to the surface where you're like, oh, I don't breathe what's up there. This is going to be a problem. And then as you're thinking about that, all of a sudden a snake latches on to you and you're like, great, I'm being eaten from one side and I'm being pulled to my death on the other. <laughs> this is like for a human. Double that's, whammy. For a human, that's basically like having a heart attack. And on the way to the hospital, somebody's starting shooting at the car that, that you're driving to the... extreme as heck. Yeah, I know, right? I'm sorry for Don't that cat. that picture. I'm sorry for that catfish. I hope he lives. It's just a catfish. All right. That it's has been... A pigeon. That has been Rip from the Headlines. It is time for Stop Faking the Funk. Oh, I am... Been, uh, you you're in a you're in a tailspin. I think you may be. I didn't do my best work on this one. Okay, well don't say that. Uh, I yeah. Get it wrong. Okay, so, here we go. Just so shush. the first headline: Massachusetts medical marijuana dispensary serves weed-infused pub pizzas. Hmm. Pub pizzas. Pub pizzas. Okay. Second one: Kentucky delivery man busted for delivering meth instead of pie. Hmm. Those are your two. Hmm. Which one is correct? Which one is the real one? You said that first one again? Massachusetts Medical Marijuana Dispensary serves weed-infused pub pizzas. And the second one, Kentucky Delivery Man busted for delivery of meth instead of pie. Uh, let's go with uh, Massachusetts as being the real one. You got it. You're back. Woo! See, I knew I didn't Number cover one, it up good enough. Number one. 
Good job, man. Uh, Kentucky one was way too short. Yeah, well, it was. I I know you went off on the other ones were too long, and then I was like, well, Kentucky, there's a problem with meth there. That'll be good. I don't know anything about Kentucky, but hey, Um, watch out, Kentucky. Massachusetts, up in Quincy, Massachusetts, Ermont Inc. has started serving marijuana-infused frozen six-inch pizzas in a new way for their patients to be medicated. Everyone loves pizza. Yeah. the, C- the CEO of the company said the combination of a food as popular as pizza with yeah. the medical benefits of marijuana represents a milestone in the evolution of our marijuana-infused products. They found the best option was to put the THC in the tomato sauce. Whoa. That gives them the THC best. And that gives them the best uh, consistency. couple of hot uh, other food items that they have that are really selling a lot. Olive oil, THC, honey, peanut butter. Those are the ones that are selling a lot there. Yeah. So medical marijuana really taking off there in the old mass. Pizza, huh? Pizza. All right. Before we go to musical break, one more birthday suit. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Hit me up with that, man. Despite having a rough childhood, our birthday suit wearer loved playing sports, especially basketball. Eventually playing high school basketball and becoming a star at West Fresno Edison High School and eventually going to Cal State Fullerton to play basketball. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. You got it. Mind. You got it. Okay. We are going to go to musical break. As you know, very excited because this is our special guest we're having on the show today. Hashtag trust the process. Trust the process, people. Cornbread himself. Not Joel Embiid. Not Joel Embiid, but Cornbread representing now for the ATL. Ooh. This is Passenger Rider. Peace out. From Cornbread. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. What up, here? Hey, yeah, yeah, me, me, we always meet up there. Yeah, right there. Right there. Shawty a ride for me, and she a die for me She'll even lie for me, put my shoes on even tie for me Loyalty that major key, other niggas looking ain't phasing me Cash you out, they paying me, game so strong she came on faithfully I'm that writer, I got my touch, pass me my lighter And my girl mad, I need the piper when I Passenger rider. Ooh, ooh. She met my sad passenger rider. Wanna know? Wanna know? She met my sad passenger rider. Ooh, ooh. She met my sad passenger rider. Wanna know? Wanna know? She met my sad passenger rider. Ooh, oo
Rockin' the Doc G Show right there. Mm, like me some cornbread. That's good stuff right there. This is the Doc G Show on Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Remember, podcast always on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Doc underscore G underscore fitness. That's SoundCloud.com backslash Doc underscore G underscore fitness. Okay, Justin, I'm excited about this. What's up? What's up? We've got a new segment. Ooh. That's right. Wow. Okay. New segment called What Did People Use the Google Machine for this past week? You have huh? to figure out a new title, though. That is way too long. <laughs> what did people use the Google Machine for this past week? Jeez. It's where we look at Google Trends over the past week. And what were the top seven reasons or top seven things that people Googled? Cool. Okay. All right. What do you think four of those are? Well, hmm. Uh, what's going on? What's the biggest thing happening right now in television, NBA Finals? Yes, correct. So I was blown away. What? Number one, NBA Finals. Five million Google searches on Ooh. Thursday the 8th. Dang. For Google's final, yeah. Mm-hmm. NBA Finals, second one, over five million on Sunday, the fourth, for the finals. Number three, over five million on Wednesday, the seventh. This time, not searching for NBA Finals, but NBA, just Whoa. NBA. Okay. Yeah. Number four, uh, behind three NBA stretches, Comey. Hmm. Comey. 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 Oh, like Comey. the, the yes. FBI like guy. The, yes, the FBI guy. So after, after Can I say that? After three NBA searches, they were like, nah, I guess I'm going to look up something political. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Then, number five, right back to it. NBA Finals. Over a million searches on Wednesday cool. the 7th. I love that little break in action with Comey. Yeah. Then six, Apple. People were looking up Apple because they released their Home Pod thing. Oh, I heard about that. It's yeah. like it's like the Alexa. So yeah, so people were pretty excited about That's that. That's cool. Would so, you buy that? Yeah, maybe because I do have Apple TV. That's oh, how. Do you? That's how I, you know, that's how I get to my Netflix Apple TV's and my cool. YouTube. You I like know? that. Yeah, that's that's my way of doing that. Number seven. Ariana Grande hey. on the fourth. A Hello, million people Mr. search Grande. up Hello. Ariana Grande. 
Now, that's our top seven. So we went NBA Finals, NBA Finals, NBA, Comey, NBA Finals, Apple, Ariana Grande. Top Ooh. seven searches. The trend winner, though, my favorite thing. So I looked at all the different searches that people had done as far as the top 20 for each day. My favorite, Tuesday, uh, June 6th, most search item as far as over 200,000 searches for Kesha. Why? Did you see the story about Kesha on no, June 6th? No, obviously not. I haven't seen a story about Kesha in, like, years. So, there was a foundation, uh, let's see, David Lynch's Foundation's National Night of Laughter at the Kennedy at the Kennedy Center. So, a lot okay. of famous people go there. It's a big, you know, gala for fundraising. Gala. Jerry Seinfeld turned out, and he was oh, doing a... Uh, this story. He I, was, did, I, I saw this video. He was doing an interview, and... And all of a sudden, Kesha just walks up and she's like, hey, Jerry Seinfeld, big fan, give me a hug. And he was just like, no thanks. It was so awkward. And she was like, oh, come on, just a little one. And he's like, no thanks. Dang. And then she's like, huh? Nope. Like, why didn't she just like, three turn downs? And then he turns to the guy that he was interviewing and he's like, I, I don't hug people. I don't know. I don't <laughs> want any part of that. And I was just like, man. You're not as famous as you think you are, Kesha. Man, she 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 looked bad in that. that like, sucks. I mean, that was a turn to three times. Just, uh? No. Damn. Uh? And then he said afterwards, he cleared the air two days later. He was like, we cleared the air. We got to know each other. And they were like, did you hug her? And he was like, no. Still don't know her Dang. well enough to do that. <laughs> she was probably a big fan of Seinfeld. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> That's that was hilarious. The, the, uh, That's crunchy, man. Over 200,000 people wanted to know about that Kesha getting denied. I totally forgot about that story. So, yeah, that was the trend winner for last week. This has been Why Did People Use the Google Machine This Past Week? That's it. I'm sorry. That's the ne- that's the title's name. Uh, we are moving on, Justin, to sports section. Okay. With us today on the show, you know him, you love him. He is our one, our only NBA analyst, and every now and then, the freaking he'll, expert, he'll co-host the show. It's Claude. <laughs> Fly till I die, Lathan. Woo, woo, woo. Claude, hey, how you I doing, man? You, man. I'm flying in full speed, ready to give some analytics, some analysis. I want to talk about it all. Oh, oh shoot! Jeez, well, he's I ready. I don't know where <laughs> that's ready. I don't know where that's serious, but we'll try. Uh, breaking oh. news in sports: uh, only a hundred more games to go in Major League Baseball. Yes! Okay. Oh, yeah, man. that's just too many. 162 guys. They've only been through 62 of them so far. That's like over 900 innings left. Speaking of baseball, though, did you see in the Comey uh, interviews, as far as the Senate interviews, his excuse of why he had such bizarre questions for Comey, John McCain, his excuse was that he was uh, up late watching Diamondback baseball game. No one says that. Huh? No, that's literally like they were like, hey, so your questions were a little bizarre for uh, Comey. Why? How was that? And he's like, I guess, guess shouldn't be staying up so late. Watch those Diamondback games. <laughs> no one has said that since Randy Johnson. Well, the I, only reason, yeah, the only reason I'd stay up to watch a Diamondback game is for Randy Johnson. Yeah, no doubt. Well, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna throw <laughs> it out there. to all the listeners right now. Just some loose advice for anybody that has an important job, maybe an important job as senator. When you're questioning someone, like the former head of FBI, for things as serious as. 
obstruction of justice. Perhaps, maybe, I don't know, get a good night's sleep. Hmm. Maybe maybe the 99th <laughs> game of the season for a 162-season-long uh, series. Maybe, maybe you can miss that one. Just get, you know, the box score the next day and be like, oh, okay, there we go. Maybe your job's a little bit more serious. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That could be a, a, a tip. Uh, here's one other thing I wanted to uh, talk about before we get to NBA. Uh, in Massachusetts, there's a amateur soccer league. Uh, do you know what their jerseys are sponsored by, either of you guys? I'm going to go out on a limb and just because it's sports, I'm going to say some deodorant brand. I don't know. That sounds like a good one. That would be that would make sense. Uh, instead, it's the pornography site, RedTube. Hey. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What the? Yeah. <laughs> the team captain said, hey, we wanted to bring something cool what? to amateur soccer <laughs> that would bring some attention to what we were doing. Then he's quoted in that story as just John. Because he didn't want his last name to be used. Here's a little tip, John. If you don't want your last name to be used, it's probably not good attention you're getting from your from your uh, endorser there. If you gotta if you gotta go by single names, probably not a good thing. I'm just saying, John. But Claude, we brought you on today to talk about the next NBA season. Right? Yes. I'm ready, yes. man. I'm excited. I'm going to ask you some questions, and you are going to give us and the listeners the answers. All right? All right. Here's the first one. Is Golden State going to win the championship next year? Hmm. Uh, as of now, yeah. I mean, unless – look, the only option uh, for anybody at this point is there's two offseason moves. I know we're going to talk about one in the future, mm-hmm. but, I mean, the Spurs, the Spurs have – a chance, a small, small window of opportunity to make something happen here this offseason. We'll get to that later. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say the Warriors win next year as well. Okay. All right. Here we go. Will Ginobili use his grandpa juice Ew. to ride through another season? <laughs> Tim Duncan's still coming to practices, so as long as they're around each other, I think he's channeling the fountain of youth. All right. All uh, right. Look, I'm for it. Yeah, I think Manu is uh, hes a productive person per 48 minutes per game. I think he is uh, a valuable vet off the bench, and his championship experience, his pedigree is unlike almost no other. Here's a question. Is Chris Paul going to join the San Antonio Spurs? Ooh, he was going over Here, this. Here's the conversation that I love. I love this talk because I think if Chris Paul joins the Spurs, it – gives them the chance to give us what we wanted in that series against Golden State. It gives us every team, I think it's been kind of proven now in the league, you have to have a guard slash forward who is a great two-way player. You have to have one of those players on your team to be a championship team. I think that LaMarcus and Kawhi and Chris Paul is a better big three than DeAndre Blake and CP3 in the, oh, in yeah. the current NBA format. Well, Kawhi just has Kawhi has so much more depth, man. He's just, right. he's just I mean, both ways. He's just, he's an impact. So, uh, what do oh, you yeah. get? Zero to 100 real quick. What's the percent chance of uh, Chris Paul going to the San Antonio Spurs? What do you think? I'm gonna say it's uh it's about fifty fifty. I'm not kidding. Woo! I think okay. that Flip the I think coin. that if yeah, if, if San Antonio can clear the cap space and they give Chris Paul a great enough pitch and say, Hey, look, you come here, 
we team you up with possibly, you know, a top three finisher this year, this past year in the MVP votes. Um, and, and we have a legacy of not only what we've done in the past, but what we are going to do in the future. Who has a history of winning? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Here's the next one. Will the big baller brand ZO2 be the shoe of the next NBA season? <laughs> yeah, boy. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Straight up. No. Okay. Uh, Shoot that down, Claude. Stepping up his hey, game. Justin, no. Justin, I have to know your opinion. Can you please tell me? What do you think about the shoe, man? Dude, it's overpriced. It's not even a good-looking shoe. No. It, it sucks. It looks like you'd wear it in the back of a Chick-fil-A if you were working the fryers. Don't. That's what it looks like. <laughs> not even Chick-fil-A. Don't put Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. Chick-fil-A is amazing. Back uh, of like a... Of a Hardee's or a Crystal or oh. something. Okay. Stepping up his game. Will Russell Westbrook average a quadruple double next year? Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Am sure I playing crazy. a video game for real now? Nah, yeah, okay. That was might have been reaching just a little bit. Reaching. Will Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid be the next dynamic duo of the NBA? Can Kyle Lowry please come to the Philadelphia 76 Because let me tell you, if he leaves, if he leaves Toronto, he's a hometown Philly boy. Mm-hmm. If he leaves Toronto and he goes to Philly, look, what does any young talent need to mold and shape themselves into a veteran squad who can compete in the NBA? They need a it, veteran. It takes veterans. Mm-hmm. Yes! And who better... Who better than a multi-time All-Star than Kyle Lowry, who could go there? I know he stated in the past that he wants to win, but I really do think if you know, I don't know if a championship is in reach in the time you know he's 31 or so years old, 30 mm-hmm. plus. So I don't know if it's in reach if he goes there. Whether Kyle Lowry is in Philly when they start winning or not, if he wants to make it go down any different than what it is. A great way to do it would be to go to Philly and be like a David Lee, some a multi-time all-star who can go in there and say, let's set this foundation and then look at Philly in three or four more years when everyone's trusted the process and Sam Hinkie's sitting back and, and saying, hey, we, uh, we did this thing. We I did like it right. It. I like it. Claude, we gotta we gotta stop with sports right now. That was some good updates as far as next year. Real I'm looking good. forward to it, man. I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm setting snooze until next year. I'm getting ready. I can't wait. Uh, it's gonna be cool, man. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'll tell you that. Before we take a break, we've got a we've got a great artist coming in, Cornbread. We've got him coming in for an interview. I'm extremely excited about that. But before we go to that, uh, we're gonna do a birthday suit real quick. Claude, you're invited to answer if you know. All right, here comes all right. the clue. Our birthday suit wearer was eligible for the 1993 NBA draft, but went undrafted. He went on to play five, for five different professional teams, including Le Havre, Fort Wayne Fury, and Rockford Lightning huh? between 1993 and 1997. But then he landed on the Boston Celtics in 1997 and stayed in the NBA for the rest of his career. He really hit his stride when he joined the Spurs in 2001. Hmm... I can think of so many Spurs back yeah. then, but none of them, none of, uh, man, I feel, uh, I feel very uneducated here. <laughs> yeah, that one, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, 
Okay. All it. right. We'll, we'll, we'll get it after this interview with Cornbread. Claude, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thank you for having me as always, Doc. I appreciate it. Justin, you are uh, a great co-host I as many would man. want. You are the light of our lives, Justin. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to take a real quick break. We will be back with Cornbread. Hey, what's up? This Rock Montana. This Mucho Yellow. And this Rock and Yellow. And you're listening to Doc G Show from 803 to 904, the best show on the radio. You dig? And we are back here on the Doc G Show. As I said earlier in the show, we have got a very special guest in none other than Cornbread. Cornbread, how's it going, man? What's up? You You already know I'm doing good. Good, man. Good. So we're glad to have you on the show. I got to ask first off, I saw in an interview that you did earlier that you uh, came up with the nickname Cornbread uh, with the director from uh, Reawakening, the reality show. Uh, yeah. I got to ask you, do you even like cornbread? Hmm. Yeah, I like cornbread. <laughs> first, when, look, but when, at first, when they first, like we first get, uh, came up with the name, I didn't like cornbread. Oh, okay. So it was, uh, you had to acquire the like taste. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got like, oh, my name cornbread, I might as well start lo- loving it. Well, see that I was I, that's what I was thinking about. Like after you know I saw your name and I was thinking about, I was like, man, I wonder if he actually likes cornbread. Because like if I had a name from a food that I didn't actually like, I think I'd start to really not like that even more. Yeah, like yeah, I was, that's the thing. I got I got worried about because like I don't like cheesecake, which is weird. And I was like, what if my show was the cheesecake show and people were yeah. like, hey. What's going on? You want some cheesecake? I'd be like, no, I don't, man. Doc cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they'd be like, what's going on? Exactly. They, so I just wanted, I just wanted to check and clear that out. The other thing, I get, I get a little bit lazy every now and then with names and like cornbread. It, it seems a little bit long. If I throw out a CB every now and then, is that okay? Instead of cornbread, would you be okay with a CB instead of cornbread? Hmm. Uh... <laughs> Nope. No, that's outlaw. Uh, no. no. Ah, okay. Yeah, I got. I got to extend full effort for you. Cornbread, right. yeah, just two you syllables. Do the okay. The CB, they can be like Chris Brown. At Chris. Oh, that is true. Yeah. See, Justin brought it up earlier. He said. He said Chris Bosch. That's what he was like. What? What about that? And I was like, Nah. I guess that's true. Okay. Okay. So cornbread, it is. Uh, you recently moved from Chicago to Atlanta. How would you say that Atlanta is different as far as the two cities? Like, what do you like about it? What do you not like as far as the differences that you see? Well, right. Now, what I like about it is you can you can be free. Like right now, I'm talking to y'all like in front of my apartment. Like you know, you can't do that in Chicago. You just can't talk and mingle in front of your house. Somebody to try to rob you or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard now. Now earlier in your career in 2014, you you got shot while uh, while shooting a video, right? Yeah, I got shot on my birthday. Now, Damn. ooh, that is rough. That is, and you said you. I mean, you have no idea. Do they know who shot you or anything like that? No, I don't know. No and it's idea. just, just, just total. And that, I mean, that's part of the violence that you were talking about, as far as Chicago. Yeah, you know when you when you have you know freaking other people's girlfriends, and you know and they hate <laughs> on what you doing, you know on what you doing, and in your career, and you know, and they just they can't get next to you. When people mad, they can't get next to you. You know, they they want to do bad stuff. I got you, man. I, well, I, you know, I hear a, a good thing about Atlanta is just sort of the. 
the the music scene in general how everybody's trying to progress each other and try to yes like like you could be in an uber like like usually like you could be in an uber and talk to them and i bet they make beats or, <laughs> or something about music the, the driver make beats or something <laughs> like usually in chicago you don't even talk to the ubers because they be so everybody's so close in chicago that you know everybody like you don't talk to the ubers or nothing like you get comfortable with the ubers out here and everything <laughs> i like it man the other thing i love about chicago or atlanta that i bring up with a lot of our guests is i, I love the food in atlanta where uh, where have you found in Atlanta that you love to eat? Like one of your favorite places so far? Like, no, I haven't found the spot. Oh like, no! Like for real, for real. Like I mean, Brett be taking me to all types of expensive restaurants and everything, <laughs> but I still don't remember the name <laughs> when I leave. Yeah. Well, yeah, have, so. I'll ask: Have you ever eaten at Miss Mary Max? Hmm. Mary May. Yeah. No, I don't, that don't sound. That don't. No, I, I don't think I. Well, if you get if you get a chance, ask the brat about Miss Mary Max because it's an awesome place. And if you Miss Mary May. Yeah, Miss Mary Max. What they sell there? It, it's soul food. Yes. I love it. Oh, so, oh, okay. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you acquired that taste for cornbread, they've got some killer Ooh. cornbread there. <laughs> they do True. have some great yeah. cornbread there. <laughs> speaking, uh, speaking of the brat. So, you know, big things with the Brat, uh, signed with her. When did you officially sign with the Brat? Um, about four months ago. Okay, all right. And since then, how have things been going? How have things been, uh, you know, working as far as trust the process, as far as, uh, you know, gigs and whatnot? Great. I've been getting, you know, I just got my mixtape, you know, mixtape done and got the album release party. I mean, the mixtape release party done. And just more shows been coming. Like we just came from um, from uh, North Carolina. Like we we've been doing stuff. Like every time when she got a show, she have me open up for it. So that's good. You know. Nah, oh yeah, that's awesome. So I get uh, so I get all her fans too. You know the older fans. Well, that's I was so, uh, you know that's what I was telling Justin before we started is that man I remember back in '94 because you know. I'm an old dude. That's a fact. Now, Justin yeah. and you are the yeah. same age. Both of you guys are 22. I remember back yeah. in 94 when Functified Album came out, and it was like literally, was it? it was the hottest thing in rap at that time. I mean, it took, everybody was calling her the, the female Snoop, and it was just yeah. like, that, that album was so awesome. Like, at that time, everybody wanted to, you know wanted to have it and I, and I and I had it it was in it was in hot rotation for a good good year at least yeah. but it made me think you know does she ever throw one of those you know back in my days on you you know every now and then she'll have to be like I don't know about that back in my day this is what went down we recorded it yeah, all yeah she do that <laughs> she do she do the back in my day thing but she like right now she letting me do what I need to do like you know she she know what was in back her back in yeah. her days yeah she so she right understands now she know the new style like she she letting me take over right now like True. you know you see her she ain't dropping videos or, like she going to drop videos but right now she letting me take over because she never had an artist before that's awesome so so you know right now of jermaine Dupri always pushing her yeah she got somebody to push now and it's kind of different because we all learning right now yeah that's great man that that's awesome uh one of uh our favorite songs as far as your uh your mixtape b jordan uh love that song and the message fairly simple jordan's the goat 
but you yep. don't have to be the goat. You can be great yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, you you mention a couple of people in the song: Ron Harper, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and then then I got Paxton. thrown out. A Paxton. Paxton. Well, what? <laughs> and, I, and at first I was like, whoa, whoa, that's a bit of a reach, Paxton. I mean, let's Action. be. Well, Actually, and, you know that ain't me. That, that that's a uh, that's a feature on the chorus. Oh, okay. So that's, that, that's Dilla. His name Dilla. Oh, okay. So so that's what whatever he said, you know, on there. So I just went in with both of the verses. Well, you know, but then that, that's the thing. As I was like, well, John Paxton was awesome. He won three championships with Jordan, and he also was an All American. So. <laughs> I, I would I'd love to be John Paxton. So that, that yeah. works with the song. I can accept and it. And he was kind of older. You know, he kind of older, uh, so he know. There you go. He he reached. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know Paxton. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I don't even know Paxton, but. Well, do you do you remember John, uh, Steve Kerr? Yeah, I know them. I know yeah. them, but I don't know the last person you just said. Yeah, so Steve, John Paxton was basically the Steve, Steve Kerr, Kerr of the first three championships oh, that they won. Okay. He was he was the white sharpshooter that just sat there and was like, oh, "My turn, shot, got it, nailed it, guys." And he is actually the one that won the championship for him their their third I'm championship. Not, I'm actually not a basketball person. Oh, okay, all right. What, what's you know, I, I I watched the game, but I I wouldn't pay attention to it like that. But you know what? <laughs> what's what's your favorite uh, sport you got? Um. Uh, basketball would be cool, but I don't have a favorite sport. No, I don't even have a. Just, fa- you, I don't even have a you invested really have, all like, in music, huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I For got sure. you. Right now, For sure. if you say like, what's what's the main music you play? Like, I don't even have a main person I play, so I wouldn't say because because like, it's all it's all about your music trying to make it better. Yeah, yeah. Like right now, like I'm just listening to all my stuff. Like I don't have a main rapper that I listen to or none of that. Well, that's what I was going to ask. You know, being in Atlanta, is is there anybody ever, you know, past or present that you've wanted to collaborate with, or is it just you're focused on doing your own stuff, not even worried about collaborations? Yeah, I'm right. You know, other people, they be saying, I right, you can get a collaboration. Like, I, I, I want collaborations, but right now I'm focused on my own style. Like, I, I'm still finding my style, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm I've been rapping for like five years, yeah. you know, because I was acting first. Right. So, you know, five years, I still, you know, it's still time, you know, to to progress. And, and I still got to go to school. I, I, I got to finish school so I can think of some more new stuff to rap about. You know, I want to I want to grow in this, like you oh, know, yeah. dictionary, dictionaries and reading so I can rap better and rap smarter and stuff. Definitely. Definitely. Everybody can appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Speaking speaking of your rap, I've watched a couple of your videos. You know, I watched a couple of videos on YouTube, checked them out, and I was noticing. You know, you got a pretty good collection of tattoos all over all over the body, and I was noticing you got a couple on your neck, man. And I gotta say, I I got a couple tattoos, and I when I see that tattoo needle going. I think I'd think twice if it was coming near my neck. Did you? Did was there any point in time when they were doing those tattoos? That you're like, yeah, you know what? I got a spot on my back. You can actually throw that no, on. The- no, no, no. I love paint. I love tattoos. Like when I first got a tattoo, I was like 14, <laughs> and and I loved it. Like the first tattoo I got, it was 15 dollars on my arm. And <laughs> I was so thirsty for the next tattoo. The same day, I came back with seven dollars and got the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
oh but man right now, i'm doing my own tattoos like i'm learning how to do my own tattoos on my legs i bought the machine and stuff oh nice. man okay so no fear of needle i got no it. fear like, <laughs> i love tattoos my deity Port- i'm puerto rican so you know we like piercings and tattoos i right. <laughs> gotcha hey speaking of uh, puerto rico uh they, they've got a vote coming up in puerto rico this uh i think it's, it's like today actually to decide whether they should be a uh a state or their own country you have any uh, any opinion on that no, I don't have an opinion on that. Nah. <laughs> you feel me? I ain't, I ain't with all that. You you're, know what I'm saying? You're, like, a, you're in America. I mean, That's it's cool. It's cool. You know, I ain't got nothing, nothing against that way. You know, I ain't, I don't know nothing about that. Hey, you're in America. You're worried about America right now. You're worried about Atlanta. I understand. I understand, man. So, uh, speaking of which, you got some great music going on, man. We've already brought up uh, Hashtag Trust the Process, which is a great mix album. It's out on uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, how's the response been so far after you had the release party and whatnot? Man, man, all in Atlanta. like, And then the, the spot that we threw it at, you know, everybody come through there a lot at the clothing store. Mm-hmm. Mass appeal. So, you know, everybody know about it. Yeah. And then... And then me being with the bread and me already having a name for myself before I even came to her, like, yeah, people, people with it hard. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, is there anything our listeners should look out for aside from the mixtape? Any, any things coming up that you want to promote? I mean, I'll just watch the TV shows, man. I'm on the Ricky Smiley show right now. You man, I'll probably be on the whole another love and hip hop. You know, you never know. You probably catch more <laughs> red anyway. You know what I'm saying? I like it. But so, I will be looking for the album too. It's coming. Okay, album's coming out soon. All right, I got it. So, listeners, uh, check out hashtag Trust the Process. Right now, we're actually going to hear a song from hashtag Trust the Process. We're going to hear I Came Up from Cornbread. All right? Yeah, keep, yeah. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. Yeah, I'm coming to your tail. Cornbread always going to be right there. And I'm going to ease up your neck. And I might just go down. I got her legs in the air. She said Cornbread, yeah, bang right there. And I know it's real. Cool and I never was a fan when we first met. I want more, never last, working, never rest. I know she in it for the chat. And I ain't even got it to the chat. Sit back, let me explain what I got to say. I came up from the shy. K-Town is not the best Nigga know it's so, so bread And all our work is finally there Might as well like one in there She got me thinking about the fans that been now Through the TV shows and ratchet calls And I wasn't thinking for myself And she a scrub trying to get a night Sit back, make your music up At the time we was working with some feelings And I know I've been seeing things Getting global entertain Moving plane to plane Know my name, read your names And I ain't laughing, no more pain So serious like major pain And you know when I pick you up and take it to the flow, mad as hell like a dirty stain. And I ain't trying to spit game. And I ain't lying, I've been going for some years. Puerto Rican, I'll probably sip a bill. Seen a lot of niggas feel. And I can have a girl hit a hill. Lady, I've been seeing feel right now. I just need you here. And I need you to ride. With a Gemini. And I got two sides. And everybody gon' laugh. Give you my last piece of power. Wanna make you laugh, not cry. Shorty wanna ride her like that's your child. She need a soldier. And I've been thinking show for 20 years. And I got the world on my shoulders. In town and I'ma get you at. I'm definitely committed to your sex. And you be right there every show, man. Positive is the way to lead the show. Learning from Bow Wow and Romeo. Kids the best way to go. Fame heard that's my portfolio. And I ain't working on a five-four block.
Tryna hack it a block, they ain't after me I'm just looking for a way to survive and make a beat Come alive, making sure you're next to me Lord, till we ain't high history And I don't give about the stupid life The one show me how to live life You was in the park and I was in the field You was being ravioli now, you a wing to meal I got her legs in the air She said Corvette, yeah, babe, right there And I know it's real I had never was a fan when we first met I won't go, never last, but can never rest I know she in it for the check And I ain't even got a chitty chat Sit back, let me explain what I gotta say I came up from the shy K-Town is not the best Nigga know it's so, so bad And all the hard work is finally now Might as well like one in there She got me thinking about the fans that been there Do the TV shows and ratchet clothes And I was On the ground about a couple years ago I was scrolling and noticed a little I started scoping He from Chicago He had that look in his eyes That hunger Like he would do anything to win And get stronger All these kids doing the dance he did And all these people know who Cornbread is Can't take a where So all you know personality happening I'm telling you that it's so bad Got that 606 fofo love Got them 40s on the Jeep when I roll up Finna help a eat till he throw up Finna show him how the money and the fame Make him grow up I'm escrowed up when the West show up Game on mother And we are back. That was Cornbread once again with I Came Up. Big thanks to Cornbread for being on the show. Got a lot of stuff going on in his life, so we're glad he took the time Real out. Real cool guy. To see and uh, to talk to our listeners and us. That's good stuff right there. Uh, so, check and make sure. Check uh, the mixtape. Hashtag. Trust the process. Make sure you go out, check it on Spotify and uh, Apple Music anytime. So, Justin, birthday suit. Are you ready, man? Uh, yes, yes. It's killing me. I've been thinking about it. I can't. Here we go. Okay. Our birthday suit wear went on to win three championships with the Spurs and five NBA all-defensive team spots from 2004 to 2008. He is now... An NBA analyst for ESPN. Oh my! I, mm, Bowen. Yes, Bruce Bowen. The stopper. Ding, ding, ding! It is Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen. Quite man. true. I was Cal State Florida. I was the yeah. That's that's him. Drug issues. Huh? Yeah, for Dang. sad for his parents. I was thinking that you were going to get it on that third one. I should have honestly. You know, because I was thinking of like. It can't be any of the, the their big three. Exactly. Who can't else be could the big names, been? yeah. Could it have been David Robinson. Could have maybe said Robert Ory, maybe, you know. Nah, no, because, like, I mean, he's won championships prior to. That's true, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, he won in the 99, Steve. that's right, yeah. 
Uh, anywho, anywho, uh, happy birthday to Bruce Bowen. Bruce. Always plays one. as James Brown when he comes out on uh, on the shows there. I enjoy that. That's good stuff right there. Justin, it's time to move on to Big Three News. Woo-hoo. Now, this actually isn't about the Big Three League itself. It's about international three-on-three. Whoa. Yeah. In the Olympics, in the 2020 Japan Olympics, the Tokyo Olympics, they are adding three-on-three basketball as a sport. I've actually seen this in, like, FIBA play with, like, uh, like U-20 kids. And- yeah. It's pretty intense. It's so, fast paced. I'll say I'll say the rules real quick. Games will be played half court. Yeah, half court. Twelve second shot clock. Uh huh. Twelve seconds. Scores go by ones and twos over the course of a ten minute period. The first team to reach twenty one or whoever is leading at the end of ten minutes wins. That's that's the criteria yeah, for the game. Hard. Every possession, man, twelve seconds. Each team consists of four players, uh, three starters, one substitute, and they're going to use a smaller ball than the NBA regulations. Oh, why? I don't know. That's just what the rules are. Smaller. Just ball. a little update for you in the FIBA three-on-three 2016 championships. The United States lost to Serbia. Serbia got the gold medal in three-on-three. Oh. Three, so we're not top dogs. Although that wasn't NBA players that were doing that. Oh, so, who was it? Just random? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we came up with our teams for that. But it, I know it wasn't NBA players. So I'm sort of interested to know, is anybody going to pull, like, double duty as far as, you know. Oh, U.S. national yeah, team like and that. then the yeah, 3v3 exactly. team. That'd be cool. Because they, they, they pulled that up on ESPN. They were like, who would you put on your three-on-three team? And I was like, hmm. I think I'd want Kawhi Leonard and uh, Jimmy Butler on my team, and Dang, then just a straight two stoppers, then, right then and then a straight score, like somebody that's just super hardcore scoring. Because oh, okay. you could like maybe I don't want to say Russell Westbrook, but Bella? maybe maybe Steph Curry, Steph, wow. you know, because those yeah. guys. But that's the other thing is I need a tall guy. So you got because you got like Carl Anthony Towns, maybe. Ooh, yeah, or He's on the come up, the brow, maybe. brow, yeah. brow. But I feel like he'd be on the national team by now. Well, know? yeah, I mean, all of he them would was, be. Yeah. All those people we just mentioned could be on the yeah. national team if they wanted. Anywho, that's big three on the national scene. The big deal stuff, guys. Uh, Justin, it's time. Is it? Zebo, sum up. Then do it. All right. Are you ready for the clock? Yes. You need to hurry up. Hurry Last up. Last time I screwed up and I was late. So I gotta take off my foam finger. <laughs> I tried. I'd be amazed if you could do it with your foam finger. Boop, huh? boop, 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 boop. There we go. All right. All right. Ready? Are you ready. Here we go. Set. Three, two, one. Don't have assigned seating at your wedding. Your life is better than a catfish. Claude is 50-50 on Chris Paul going to the Spurs and hashtag trust the process. Ladies and gentlemen. Did I get it? Did I get it? Oh, yeah. Wow. I was under. 691, baby. Man. 691. May I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't stretch hard enough. Now I don't. You feel did like stretch I, yourself out on that Claude one. I was pretty. I was pretty glad about my my tongue linguistics. Like yeah, I got through that without stumbling a lot. You yeah, know? you didn't stumble that much. I was pretty good. That was good. Good for Six me. Time one guys. Z, Generation Z. How did I do? Did you retain all of that? All of you guys out there, did you retain they all? They don't of know that? what to do with their 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 second now. They have so much knowledge. Okay, guys. It's that time. 
It's the end of the show. It is. I know. It's sad, man. But, you know, I think it was a great show. It was. It was. Cornbread and Cornbread and Claude. Can you get a better show than Cornbread and Claude? Claude and Cornbread. I don't know, man. I don't know if you can do that. A big thanks to both of them, Claude, for coming on the show, and Cornbread, as I said before. Busy guy. We couldn't appreciate it more. Hopefully, when his new album comes out, he'll come back on the show. We'll have another great interview. Yep. But until next week, this has been the Doc G Show. I am Doc G. With me, Justin, Hype City, Evangelista. It's me. It's him. And until next week, zip it up and zip it out. Hey.